Hello everyone. Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Talk Bookish to Me is the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm here to help you crush your next readathon. Whether it's a 24-hour, 48-hour, 72-hour readathon, or a week-long, even a month-long, I have some tips to help you stay motivated and ready to read the most you possibly can. Here's a reminder that Patreon allows you to become an active participant in this podcast community by offering you a monthly membership. It's $5 a month, and as soon as you join, you gain instant access to over 100 exclusive posts. If you're looking for a small, tight-knit, and growing bookish community, check it out. The link is in the show notes. Before we jump into today's topic, I wanted to share what I'm currently reading. I just restarted the Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. I originally picked it up a few days ago, but then Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid arrived, and I had to read that book right away. Taylor Jenkins Reid is my favorite author, and her books are always my most anticipated of the year, so I set my priorities and read it, loved it, rated it five out of five stars, highly recommend But now I am back to the Thursday Murder Club and I restarted it so I could keep a character list and such. I'm not very far in at the moment, but the basic premise of the book is a group of unlikely friends living in a retirement villa meet on Thursdays in the jigsaw room to discuss unsolved crimes. Then a murder happens and they start working on their first live case. I'm looking forward to making more progress on it because a couple friends of mine have already really enjoyed it. I also wanted to take the opportunity to thank Penguin Random House for sending me a few of their new titles. All of them sound amazing and I can't wait to read them. If any of them sound good to you, consider adding them to your own TBR. The first one is Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn. This was also selected as a book of the month pick and because the premise sounded too good to pass on, I picked it so I did have an extra copy and I gave it away to a friend. This story is about four female friends who spend their lives as the deadliest assassins in a clandestine international organization. But now that they're 60 years old, they're sent on an all-expenses-paid vacation to mark their retirement, and they're targeted by one of their own, and it's Kill or Be Killed. This is looking to be an action-packed thriller. It was released earlier this month on September 6th. The next few books will be released tomorrow on September 20th. The Bullet the Mist by Richard Osman, the third book in the Thursday Murder Club series, Very fitting that I received this one. I'm not going to read the synopsis to ensure I don't get any spoilers for the first two books. The next one is The Old Place by Bobby Finger, which is a debut novel that immediately intrigued me because of the main character. In this novel, we follow Mary Alice Roth, the retired school teacher whose decade-old secret threatens to come to light and send shockwaves through her small Texas town. Lastly, 
Drunk on Love by Jasmine Guillory, which sounds so fun. Y'all know I have recommended Jasmine Guillory books before on the podcast, so I'm really excited about her new book. In this one, Margot Noble needs some relief from the stress of running the family winery with her brother. Enter Luke. Sexy, charming, and best of all, in the all-too-small world of Napa, a stranger. The chemistry between them is undeniable, and Margot is delighted that she looked into the perfect one-night stand, someone she'll never have to see again. That is, until the winery's newest hire, Luke, walks in the next morning. The story takes off from there, but it sounds like it will be set against the lush backdrop of Napa Valley and have lots of sexy, sweet, and funny moments that Guillory is known for. Jumping into today's topic, I thought it would be good to just start at the beginning. So what is a readathon? A readathon is a community effort to devote yourself to reading over a set period of time. Sometimes there is a particular theme or a set of challenges. Sometimes they have a set book or a series to tackle, but often they're just a gentle reminder to pick up a book. The purpose of a readathon is to help you read more during that time period than you would normally read during that time period. Dewey's 24-hour readathon is coming up, so I thought this would be the perfect time to share my tips and tricks for successful readathons. I will have information linked in the show notes in case you're interested in joining Dewey's. The dates are October 22nd to the 23rd. So a few common mistakes that you're going to want to avoid. The all or nothing mentality, being too ambitious, not having enough options, and not planning ahead. Readathons are split into two stages the preparation stage, and the actual readathon itself. During the preparation stage, you need to think about the logistics, such as the books you want to read, where you want to read, what you're going to eat, and anything else that you need to plan in order to help you achieve your goals. Depending on what your goals are, this will be different. Readathons are not all about how much you read. They're about engaging with the community that's participating too. Sometimes there's even many challenges and or prizes that you can win. If you've taken part in a readathon before, or you're just getting ready for your first one, here are some tips and tricks that will help you make the most of the time you spend reading. So let's talk about the preparation stage first. Tip number one, think about your TBR. Most readathons I have seen over the last five or so years have had a set of challenges to help you choose the books to read. For example, read a book with haunt in the title or read a book with a blue cover or read the shortest book on your TBR. Usually these challenges are a guide to help those who are having a hard time narrowing down what they want to read. Most participants do choose their TBR based on the challenges. However, it's not necessary in all cases. So decide if you want to pick your books based on the challenges set forth by the readathon hosts, or if you're gonna go rogue and make up your own set of guidelines. Tip number two, 
size matters. Choosing a 500 plus page novel for a readathon may not be the best idea, unless your goal is to knock one big chunky book off of your TBR. Instead, I suggest trying a series of shorter books from different genres or even adding some graphic novels, poetry, and audiobooks into the mix. Not only will it keep you entertained, but once the readathon is over, you'll feel super accomplished. Tip number three, have a backup plan. I always suggest having a few backup books. These will help you switch things up if you change your mind, if you're not enjoying a book or your mood changes. And more importantly, if you finish the books you plan to read, the backup books can act as your next in lines, meaning you don't have to stand in front of your bookshelf for an hour and decide what to read next because you already have some books pre-selected. Tip number four, set the stage. This is also known as the hype stage. Let your friends and family know you're participating. This works wonders for me and my husband. He knows that I am unavailable to watch movies or hang out and chat for long periods during readathons. He knows my head is in the game and I am marathon reading. Share your TBR on social media and immerse yourself into the community that's participating. Readathons are a fantastic way to meet new bookish friends or find other readers for the first time. This is also the time I like to think about anything else that needs to be taken care of before the readathon starts. How am I handling work? Am I taking time off? Will I have time to read on my lunch break? Can my friend, neighbor, cousin, husband pick up the kids from school? Are my audiobooks downloaded? Tip number five, now this is for the extreme preppers. You want to think about sleep and food. Besides reading, you also need to think about sleep and food. Depending on how long the readathon is, you might stay up for the entire event or you might not. Set a sleep schedule or a loose one at the very least. The less you have to think about once the readathon starts, the more you can concentrate on reading. Same goes with food. Easy to prepare meals and snacks and beverages that are not too messy are best because you want to spend as much time as you can reading, not cooking, or cleaning. Are there any meals that you can prepare ahead of time? What snacks do you want to eat? Are the coffee and half and half stocked? Those are things I definitely have to think about. All right, let's move on to the actual readathon, the readathon stage. Tip number six make no comparisons. Don't compare yourself to other readers. This can be difficult for competitive people, but there's no point in comparing yourself to others, especially if you're not reading the same books. Some people are fast readers. Some like to get immersed in their book. Some may be reading books with lots of pictures while you have a ginormous novel with small font. Try not to worry too much about your competition. The only person you should be competing against is yourself. Tip number seven, DNF, also known as did not finish or do not finish. Honestly, if you decide to ignore every other tip I have shared, this is the one you should follow no matter what. I'm a big fan of DNFing. As much as I talk about it, there are still readers who reach out and let me know they just can't do it. 
But if there was ever a time to DNF a book you're not enjoying, a readathon is the time. This is when having backup books and your pile comes in handy. Reading something you actually enjoy will keep you reading for longer. You are allowed to quit books, you guys, and you shouldn't feel bad about it. 100% of the people who have DNF'd after me constantly telling them to have told me how freeing it is. So I highly suggest making sure you have those backup books and ditching the things you're not enjoying to keep the momentum going. Tip number eight, steer clear of distractions. This also goes back to your planning stage, but do your best to avoid any and all distractions. Are you someone who scrolls for hours on TikTok? Then consider taking the app off of your phone for the duration of the readathon or temporarily locking apps by setting your screen time. On iPhones, this is super easy to do. Go to settings, screen time, then turn on screen time if you haven't already. Tap downtime, then turn on downtime. Select every day or customize days, then set the start and end times. Or use an app blocker, which is similar to the screen time function. Silencing my phone or certain chats helps me reach for my phone less. Tip number nine, read. This should be the simplest part, but if you're like me, I go through all the planning so that by the time the event starts, I'm ready to do anything else other than read. Desperate times call for desperate measures. It's normal to lose your mojo during a readathon. That's why some events have cheerleaders who keep participants motivated. If you feel like you need a little pick-me-up, take to the internet and talk to other people who have joined the readathon. Find a buddy and keep each other accountable. Join reading sprints. Set many goals for yourself. Consider changing up your reading space. If you feel yourself getting bored at home, take a walk in the park, go to a coffee shop, or go to your library and read. And the last tip, tip number 10, have fun. This is self-explanatory, but at the end of the readathon, you don't want to be completely stressed out. I guarantee no one that hosts a readathon would want you to feel that way. So enjoy the ups and downs of it. Meet new friends, find new books to add to your TBR, go book shopping, tackle that book that's been on your TBR the longest, or don't. Get distracted by that new Netflix documentary. Decide to take up a completely new hobby or bake some cookies. You only get one life, might as well make it a fun one. That's a wrap on tips and tricks for successful readathon participation. Hopefully, you feel more prepared to tackle your very first or your next readathon. Talk Bookish to Me is a bi weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Follow me on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, happy reading.